welcome back everybody to the Twitch Tech Podcast. I do appreciate you guys coming to hang out with us today. Um, today we're going to be talking about CPUs for streaming. That's your processor. Um, so to start things off, what most people don't know what like a CPU or a processor is if you're outside or if you're just starting to use Twitch or you're just like not up to snuff with like the terminology of things. So um, a CPU is a central processing unit, otherwise known as a processor. It's basically the brains of your entire system. And um, what it does is it basically handles like normal tasks and like all of the applications that you run on your PC, games, streaming software, you name it. It all runs through your processor. So the processor does all of the mathematical equations to really run that um, program. Now, You'll hear the term cores and multi-threading be tossed around a lot. So cores are basically just the processing units. So say an Intel Core i7, for instance, can have four cores, but eight threads. The cores are the actual processing units themselves. The hyper-threading or multi-threading that you'll hear tossed around a lot is a, basically what that happens is a single physical CPU core with hyper-threading appears as two logical cores to an operating system, meaning it splits up the tasks to handle multiple processes at the same time. And it basically handles more work. So the more cores and threads you have, the more work theoretically a processor should be able to do, which translates to encoding and uh, helping your stream look better. But we'll get into that in just a second because there are some things that really go along with um, streaming and all of the core counts and everything. So we're just kind of getting all of the terminology out of the way first, and then we'll get into like the meat and potatoes of this entire thing. So you'll hear clock speed quite, a, quite often. And this one's actually a really important one um, alongside hyper-threading and multi-threading. So why does your clock speed matter? Well, the higher the clocks of your processor, so you'll hear, say, 3.5, 4 gigahertz, somewhere in that area, um, the faster the processor can perform those tasks. So opening and um, keeping those little applications running. So your streaming software, for instance. Yeah, I'm going to talk to chat for a second, everybody on the podcast. Yes, we are talking CPUs today. We are. So the clock speeds, the higher the clock speed, the faster your processor is going to be able to handle those applications and keep everything running at a smoother rate um, this also goes for games so the higher your clock speed on your processor theoretically um, we'll get the, there's a caveat to all of this the higher the clock rate the better the game or the streaming software or just whatever application you have open at the time will run a lot smoother and load faster now um, older CPUs, this is the caveat, older CPUs with high clock rates may not perform as good as current day processors with lower speeds. So say I have a brand spanking new Ryzen processor that is clocked around 2.5 gigahertz. It may run better than an older i7 clocked at a much higher gigahertz. And the reason for that is you have newer technologies such as the RAM, uh, it's we used to be on DDR2, DDR3, now we're on a DDR4, which has a much higher transfer rate. Uh, the throughput and the processing, um, or the process that the CPUs and all of that stuff was built off of may be a lot more efficient. So efficiency comes into play here too. So don't think like, oh, hey, I've got this old 
Intel i7-975 Extreme clocked at 4.3 gigahertz, it's going to outperform all of your Ryzen stuff. No, it actually won't because of the newer technology we have. Throughput comes into play. Um, the newer processes that these com these processing units are built off of come into play. So just because you have an older processor clocked at a higher rate doesn't mean it's going to handle streaming and gaming on it at the same time as much as the newer architecture. So that's one small caveat to that. Now, that brings me into x264 encoding. And this is where we get into how a processor actually handles a stream. We'll get into like the processors and stuff that actually are the best for streaming here in just a second. So x264 is basically a software library that is open source built to encode streams on the internet like Twitch, YouTube, Vimeo, you, you name it, x264 is used more than likely for those videos that we see. Uh, Twitch uses it a little bit differently. Basically, they capture, x264 is allowing them to capture that, it's encoding it so the Twitch servers capture your video feed and spit it back out to your live audience as a live stream. And this basically helps, x264 basically helps compress the video feed and spit it back out to your viewers. Much like YouTube, when you upload to YouTube, they're using the x264 encoding preset to compress your video so it doesn't take up as much space on their servers on their end. So uh, that's how you view all of this content. And that's the encoding that you're gonna see in OBS when it comes to encoding a stream. How fast and how good can your processor encode your stream via the X264 preset? There are other encoding presets like NVENC, um, AMD uses OpenGL, a lot of different um, processes out there, but X264 is the most stable and actually the best, in my opinion, for encoding a stream. You can use NVENC. It's a decent software encoder. Oh, there's also QuickSync. You can also use Intel QuickSync, which I don't recommend at all. But um, X264 is the best, and this is the one we're really going to focus on because it's the most popular and the one that actually OBS, Streamlabs, and uh, Twitch recommend. So um, that brings us to what kind of processors are good for streaming? Okay, so this is kind of a loaded question because like I said earlier, your processors from the past may not be good for streaming due to the process they're built on, due to the older hardware that we have um, and things of that sort. So the processors that are good for streaming, and I'm going to say the newer processors are the ones that are going to be really built for streaming because of the way they handle that x264 preset but you're really going to want to look for a processor that has six cores six physical cores i'm putting up four there but six physical cores in 12 threads so that means that it can really split those processes and handle a lot of things going on at one time Basically, what this does is it gives you enough headroom because X264 will take advantage of any allotted headroom that is there. So, it's of course, the processor is going to smartly say, all right, this game that I'm playing or this application that I'm using only needs this many processes to handle it and keep it running. So, X264 is going to say, okay, we're encoding this 720p 60 frames per second video feed going back out to Twitch. And it's going to need an additional 
six or seven processes. So it's going to take all of that extra headroom and really utilize it and make your stream look better. That's why you see a lot of the um, streaming softwares take more advantage of your CPU. What you don't want to happen while streaming is you don't want to see, because in, in the bottom corner of a lot of streaming softwares, they will see like how much actual CPU percentage is being taken up by your streaming software. What you don't want to happen is you don't want to see that number spike up to like 30 and 50, 30 to 50% or more because it's really running your processor and it's taking more processes from the processor than um, what the rest of the um, operating system is able to utilize. So it's really just taking advantage of everything and you don't want that to happen. So you really want something with a ton of headroom so it brings your software percentage down, if that makes sense to everybody. So six cores, 12 threads, or more. I'll say that, or more. So um, I'm gonna stop here for a second. The one I'm using currently is a Ryzen 7 1700. I have it overclocked because I'm a computer geek and I like to overclock everything. I've got it running on an air cooler at 3.8 gigahertz, all eight cores running solidly at 3.8 gigahertz. I can go higher. I can get it to four gigahertz, but I don't have my water cooler installed right now. Once I get my um, all-in-one water cooler from NZXT installed back in here, because I was doing a review of this thing. Once I have it back installed, I'm going to have every, all eight cores at four gigahertz and it's really going to be screaming. So Ryzen's a really good processor. And that's not to say Intel isn't a bad processor either. I just went with Ryzen because it handles X264 the best. The architecture was really built on Ryzen to handle X264 very well. So I'm gonna note here, um, going back to the types of processors that are good for streaming. Not all processors from years past can handle a stream even though they have this configuration. A lot of your older Xeons actually aren't that good for streaming. They are good for design work. They are good for uh, encoding video. They are good for um, servers. Of course, they were built for servers. They're a workstation processor. Uh, Xeons actually aren't that good at handling a stream. They can handle encoding of other things, but for streaming, they just don't, I don't know, it's something weird with Xeons, and it's not every Xeon out there, it's just a handful of Xeons. And this is something I've learned even over the course of the past couple months or so, because before I always, I, in my head, I always had it, Xeon's the top tier of what you can get. It's a different type of processor, and I wouldn't really, I mean, you can stream on it. It's still going to provide a stable frame rate, but it's not the best. So just keep that in mind when purchasing. And, and Xeons are really expensive, too. They're, they're built for more workstation-style PCs and handling a lot of encoding um, for video. So um, older multi-core processors may not be good, though, because of the way they were built or because of the architecture isn't as good as current-day CPUs. That's what I wrote here on my little list. So with that being said, the architecture also plays a big thing. And like I was saying about my Ryzen CPU, the architecture was built for content creation. They really went after mainstream content creators with this. And um, the whole thing about Ryzen, if, even if you look at their marketing material, is it, it, they're going after content creators. Intel is starting to really get into that game because I don't think at the beginning Intel was like, eh, okay, but 
our CPUs are going to be good for that anyways because of the way we built them. Yes, but the architecture wasn't really meant to handle streaming. Now it is with the newer series like Coffee Lake just came out. That's the um, 8700K was the one that started Coffee Lake. Now we have the 9700K, the 9900K. Those are eight core processors with 16 threads. Those handle X264 very well and are actually competing with Ryzen. But we'll get into all of that in just a second because price plays a big, big factor there too. But before we get into those CPUs that I personally recommend, I want to talk a lot about these um, processors to stay away from for streaming. And um, I'll go ahead and say that Intel Core i5s are lower. The AMD FX series and AMD Ryzen 1500X, that's the Ryzen 5 1500X or lower, you do not want to have for streaming. The reason I say that is because none of those processors have the amount of threads that you need. Even old Intel Core i7s with the, um, if you see an i7 that has four cores and eight threads, that's just like the 1500X, it's four cores, eight threads, it's still not going to handle a stream as good as a six core 12-threaded processor. So keep that in mind, even though you see those eight threads there, that's still not enough to handle x264 encoding and playing a game at the same time. So you're really going to struggle with that if you ever um, go for one of those processors. So kind of stay away from those for streaming. If you're doing a dedicated stream PC, you would be fine with those because you're dedicating all of that CPU's performance to encoding the stream. And then you've got another box to handle the gaming. You're splitting that between two different um, computers. But for all-in-one systems, you want to stay away from an i5, older i7s, the AMD FX series, and the Ryzen 5 1500X or lower because they will not be able to handle those processes. So recommended processors. Before we get into recommended processors, I want to say something about what I started streaming with. So as you guys know, I kind of talked about in my setup, um, in my beginning podcast, the episode one, I started with an i5, 4690K. I had an AMD uh, R9 390 graphics card, and I was like, okay, this is a really good gaming PC. Because I'm a PC builder, I've been doing it for a long time, and I thought, hey, an i5 is a strong CPU, and it is, an i5 is a very strong CPU. This is going to be great for streaming. I found out quickly that, because I didn't understand what X264 really needed when spitting it back out to Twitch, I knew what it needed for rendering a video, but streaming is a different animal for a processor so i started with an i5 and i quickly figured out that i needed more cores and more threads so i sold the i5 and i sold the r9 390 and upgraded to a at the time and this was one of the best processors you can get intel i7 x99 which was their extreme platform and that was a very enthusiast grade processor it was six cores 12 threads the thing could clock up to i got mine to 4.8 gigahertz it was awesome the processor handled everything really, really well. And I had a 1070. I was doing great with that. And then um, something happened with the BIOS and it overvolted the processor. And now we're on Ryzen. And Ryzen is even better than what those old Intel platforms were. I mean, yeah, Ryzen's newer. Of course, it's going to be better. But at the time, Intel and AMD were competing with Ryzen and the X99 platforms. So at the time, Ryzen was the best and still is one of the best. Now Intel and AMD are neck and neck with each other. So 
kind of transitioning into my recommended processors for streaming, you should look at an Intel i7 six core, not a four core, an Intel i7 six core or i9 series processors and AMD Ryzen 1600X. So that's Ryzen 5 1600X or greater. So Ryzen 5 1600X, Ryzen 7 1700, 1700X, 1800X, 2700, 2700X. That's a ton of processors there. And the 2600 and 2600X, I forgot those. Um, and then, of course, AMD Threadripper. So AMD Threadripper is a behemoth of a processor that I'm going to kind of break all of these down in just a second. Why are all of those good, though? So those processors are really good because they have enough raw power to encode and game and render on one system. And I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy James in chat, James the Bard. Um, he has two Threadripper systems. He has the 1950X and the 2990WX. So that's a 16, 20, 1950X is a 16 core 32 threads processor. The 2990X is 32 cores, 32 physical processing cores with 64 logical threads. That is crazy. He also has a 2700X and an 8700K, I believe. So he's got a lot of, a lot of processing power on his end. Um, but why are all of those good is because you can literally do everything on one system. Or if you have two systems, you have two raw processors with a ton of processing power, you're going to be set. You're going to be able to play games at the highest frame rates. You're going to be able to encode a 60 FPS stream at 1080p if you want to. You're going to be able to have your audio processing, your cameras running. Your processor is going literally doing all of that work. Just remember the more stuff you plug in, the higher tier processor you're going to need to handle that extra stuff. So though that you need that for streaming because of all of the things we're starting to really utilize with our stream. So encoding a stream requires a lot of CPU headroom in order to deliver a quality stream to viewers. Just like I said, high resolutions, bit rates, uh, your X264 encoder need more cores and threads in order to look smooth. The X264 encoder, like I said earlier, takes advantage of all of that headroom that you have. So the more cores and the more threads that you have on a processor, the more it's going to be able to take advantage of all of that stuff while allocating resources to the rest of your system and keeping everything running efficiently. Efficiency is a key here when finding your processor. Games also need a good processor core to run optimally at a higher frame rate. And this also comes into play with throughput to your PCIe lanes. Your throughput is handled by the RAM and of course the processor and it helps you the processor talk to the PCIe lands to be able to handle all of those frame rates in game. So the better your processing cores, the better your gameplay is going to be because a lot and especially at 10, um, 1080p, which a lot of people on Twitch play at, it's more CPU intensive on the processing side. It takes some of the load off of your graphics card, which is okay. <coughs> Excuse me which is okay, but um, you really don't want a lot of that happening on your processor when streaming a game because it's also encoding at the same time. So there again, having a multi-core CPU is better for streaming. Um, to get the perfect storm of both, you need good headroom. That's what that boils down to. So AMD versus Intel, which one do you go with? Okay, so right now, and... Um, 
this is chi- this kind of comes with a couple caveats because Intel just launched two or oh, no a handful of brand new processors and they're really starting to go into the streaming game hardcore. So AMD out of the gate came out and was like, streaming is becoming bigger. We're going to design our processors around streaming and content creation because this is a huge industry that we want to be the first in on and innovate in. So AMD right now has the upper hand due to price to performance ratio, as well as having the best X264 encoding performance. Intel is recently catching up with the Coffee Lake series and Coffee Lake Refresh um, and X264. But the reason where why they suffer so much is the price to performance ratio. The price is too high for the performance you get versus the alternative AMD platform. So on AMD for a 2700X right now, you get 90% of everything you uh, all, all of the performance that you get from a 9900k 2700x is 309 dollars on amazon right now 9900k is about 530 dollars on amazon right now which one would you go with while building a system if i can get 90 percent of the performance for almost 240 dollars less that's 240 dollars i can sink into something else more ram a better graphics card so the price to performance ratio right now is an amd's court and their performance is excellent on the um x264 but intel is going to catch up mark my word intel will come back and they will have a price to performance champion very soon and this excites me because amd is innovating ryzen amd is definitely going to innovate in the space as much as intel and this is the best time to be buying and building a cpu or a not a cpu a pc right now because you have these two titans of processing companies really going at it so um that's a huge 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 win for all of us because we get to build insane performance systems for encoding our streams which leads me to this keep this in mind Hang on a second. You can go away. Monkey boy. I'm in the middle of a podcast, bud. You can go away. Um, Anyways, without that interruption, which leads me to this. There is no best processor for streaming. Absolutely, bar none, no best processor for streaming. The processor that's best for streaming for you is going to be the best one for your price point. So don't think you have to have like, don't think you have to have like the absolute craziest system out there. And for most of us, AMD is going to be the answer right now, unless you already have an 8700K from Intel or a 9900K. If money is no object, yeah, sure. Go for those. It's fine. Go for a Threadripper, whatever. But for majority of us, AMD is going to kind of be the price to performance hero, price to performance hero right now because they're just in the price bracket that most of us, um, even the beginners, are going to start out at. And you can get really good stuff right now, um, especially with Black Friday coming up. There's going to be tons of Intel stuff on sale, especially with X299, um, and that, I'm going to name off a ton of processors here in just a second that are on that platform from Intel. And of course, the older Ryzen and even some of the newer Ryzen processors are going to go on sale. So um, there's no best processor out there. It's, it's just whatever your price that you're looking for is going to be. Um, some of the ones that I personally recommend are going to, from Intel, 
is going to be the i9-7900X. That's a 10-core, 20-threaded processor on X299. Fantastic processor. Fantastic processor. Uh, the 7820X, that's an 8-core. You have the i9-9900K, that's another 8-core. That's the newest one they just came out with for the mainstream platform, which is X or Z390X. I think I don't. I, I, all of these names are starting to just get jumbled in my head because everybody's trying to match everybody. Then you have the i7-8700K. It's a great CPU for streaming. Handles X.264 and gaming very well. It's probably one of the best gaming chips on the market. And then, of course, the i7-7800X. That's on X299. So um, that's the ones from Intel. Now, on AMD... There's a ton. Um, of course, I'm going to recommend the entire Ryzen line. So the 2700X, the 2700, 1800X, 17 and 1700X. Those are all eight cores. Then, of course, you have the six core models, which is the 2600, 2600X, 1600X, and 1600. That's all Ryzen. They all handle, they all do very, very well with encoding and gaming on the same system. I personally use Ryzen and I love it to pieces. I would like to get my hands on an 8700K or a 9900K from Intel because those processors are phenomenal. I can't stress that enough. I still love Intel even to this day. Um, and then, of course, Threadripper on the AMD side. Threadripper, any of them, any of them you go with. So that's the 1900 all the way up to the 2990. Tons, tons, tons of expandability on Threadripper platform. You can go from an eight core to a 32 core and they are going to make a 64 and a 128 core at some point, it's already been announced. So AMD is really pushing the envelope with like a lot of cores doing a lot of stuff. And uh, that's kind of why I'm still more of a fan of AMD right now because they're really just pushing the envelope further than anybody else in the game right now. And the price is there, the price is perfect for what you get yes the performance may be a little bit less sometimes than intel but you can't argue with price to performance ratio you really can't if i can get 90 percent of the performance of the competing platform why wouldn't i and, and I, this isn't me being an amd fanboy it's just like what's best for my wallet if intel was in the um situation that amd was and amd was in the situation that intel was i'd be pulling for intel and saying hey go out and buy the 10 core 20 threaded processor from intel because it has a lower price than the competitor which we will probably see before the middle of next year coming from intel just mark my words intel is going to come out and be like hey guess what our prices are better now boom and i can't wait and then amd is going to come out with something better for the price and it's just going to be what's the best price to performance ratio we can get. Um, something to keep in mind with encoding and streaming on literally any, if you have a dedicated PC for streaming, if you have just a single PC stream, whatever. Keep in mind, RAM matters quite a bit. Your RAM matters when it comes to streaming because higher clocked RAM is better and helps with the throughput. Dedicated wham, that's right. Dedicated RAM um, is better and helps processors, like your higher clocked RAM is what I meant to say there. So like Ryzen, perform better when encoding and doing other tasks. So something that Intel and AMD do very differently is how they handle RAM. On the Intel side, it's basically just the throughput of the processor and applications and the PCIe lanes. On Ryzen, 
you have this thing called infinity fabric. And what that is, is it actually helps the cores talk to each other and help speed up the process of everything. So um, and that's all based off of the memory bus, which is the clock speed of your RAM. So the higher the clock speed, the better your processor performs and the more processes it's able to do quickly. So keep that in mind when buying your systems because RAM matters on both platforms and they just handle it differently. RAM matters on the Intel side because the higher clocked RAM, the better the throughput to the rest of the system and the more efficient it's going to run. On AMD, it's the same way, but it also takes the cores and how they talk to each other into effect with that infinity fabric. So you really want the thing that I recommend everybody going to purchase when getting any of these processors is buy 3000 megahertz RAM or higher. Now your cast latency and your timings do matter, but I'm not going to get into all of that. Just remember your RAM speed, 3000 megahertz or higher. For Ryzen, I recommend 3200 megahertz or higher because that is kind of the sweet spot right now when it comes to the throughput between the cores and handling the rest of the system. I unfortunately only have 3000 megahertz RAM, but the extra 200 megahertz would maybe give me a little bit more performance, but I'm happy with my system the way it is. I have everything um, dialed in with custom timings and all of that fun stuff. So I'm not really losing much performance, but anybody that doesn't know how to kind of tighten up those timings on the RAM will generally benefit from a higher clocked RAM rather than what I have here. So don't do what I do, do what I say, the kind of thing. Um, Green Salsa in chat says he has 2133 and it sucks. So fun fact about RAM, and we're going to kind of get into like a BIOS thing here. Most of the time when you buy RAM, its default frequency is going to be 2133 within the BIOS. Sometimes the advertised RAM speed that you have to have on your RAM, um, most of the time the RAM that you have to have, hold on a second. Yo, dude, I don't know what you're trying to pull here, but you're hilarious and you're adorable with that, uh, that name. Yo, what's up, Tox? Thanks for that, dude. I'm just going to cut out here. Whoever you are, you can keep coming back, and we're just going to keep banning you. So I hope you're having fun, and um, keep it up, because I'm getting an extra view count from you. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. But anyways, um, going back into the podcast here, your RAM speed matters. So just keep that in mind. But like I was saying about the... Um, RAM speed for yours, you may want to go into the BIOS and activate what they call XMP profile or uh, it's DOCCP or DOCP in some um, AMD systems. You just come activate that and you'll see a big performance increase depending on what the advertised speed of your RAM is. So yeah, keep that in mind when purchasing stuff. But guys, I'm gonna go ahead and open up chat I'm going to go ahead and open up chat for you guys. And um, if you guys have any questions about processors, let me know. Or like just general PC stuff. This, that's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is all about. Man, I love trolls, by the way. I mean, of course, this stuff is going to get edited out, but 
I have an RX 560, Ryzen 5 2600, and 8 gigabytes of RAM. I can't stream anything more than Rocket League. Okay, so. When it comes to streaming, you do need at least 16 gigabytes of RAM or more. Because, think about it, you're running a game, you're running a streaming software, you probably have a couple tabs open in a browser, you probably have... Um, this, let me just tell you what I run. And I usually use about 8 to... I use anywhere from like 8 to 10 gigs of RAM while streaming at a time. So I have my game running, which is usually Destiny 2 or some high high-end game. <clears throat> my streaming software, Chrome usually has about three or four tabs open. I've got Discord running. I've got my Streamlabs chatbot open. I've got my stream labels open. And I'm running, there's of course background processes that take up RAM. Um, I've got my interface with using my audio. That's using RAM because the everything has to be utilized to encode your audio and of course i have my amplifier running i've got your you've got your keyboards and your mice and all of that stuff gpu is 100 percent in my processes which i don't understand why that's actually normal green salsa so your your gpu is usually when you're streaming and gaming it's usually going to be taking 100 percent of your gpu because the game is using all of the available resources you may want to go in when you're streaming and make sure you're not using nvenc because if that's so, it's using, or not NVENC, um, if it's not using anything other than X264, it's normally using the graphics cards um, encoder, which means you are playing a game off of your graphics card at high frame rates, and you're also encoding a stream off of your graphics card, so it may not be able to handle all of those tasks at one time. Make sure you're using X264 in the system processes. If you need help with that, you can reach out to me on Discord. Um, and Discord is here. Yeah, you can reach out to me on Discord and um, ask any questions there. We've got tons of people in there that can help you if I'm not around. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, I switched to X264 and noticed a bit of difference, but thanks a lot and keep up the podcast. They've been really helpful. Yo, Green Salsa, I appreciate that, bud. I appreciate that. And uh, keep in mind, this will be up on anchor.fm slash witchtech, or it will be on my YouTube channel, which um, if you do exclamation point YouTube in chat, that'll bring up the thing. Why are you so darn majestic? I'm not. I'm just a dude on the internet playing video games and helping people with tech issues. Okay, so um, kind of to go back to X264, if anybody, and this, is, this goes for anybody on Anchor, YouTube, Twitch, whatever, if you guys ever need any help setting up um, settings for your processors, things of that sort, reach out to me on Discord. I'll leave links in all of that, all of the different publications that I have. If you guys need any, any help at all, reach out to me on Discord. And I'll like really quick, you just got to tell me your system specs, your, like processor, GPU, RAM amount, all of that stuff. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll help you with the settings. It's really easy. I've been using OBS for three and a half years. I literally sat down and learned every aspect of OBS I possibly could so that I can help other people in the process. So um, 
reach out if you guys have any questions, but it's all about the settings and optimizing your settings in OBS to handle all of the pro like the processor that you have. Um, let's see. I thought I had 16 gigabytes of RAM, but apparently I only have eight. Probably why my streams crash. It could be. Yeah, you can definitely run into RAM headroom. That's that's another aspect of streaming that, but I mainly wanted to focus on processors because these handle the meat of streaming. Let's see. Um, or you're just a noob and think you broke your CPU. Just Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tox. Funny thing about Tox. He thought he broke a CPU and he was like, what do I need to do? And I was like, did you do that? I forgot. I forgot what I asked you, but you, you apparently fixed it. Um, yes, I found you on the Stream Keys podcast, which has been helpful. Oh, yeah. Stream Keys amazing. I love Stream Key. I love Green Cord. We, he's been doing it for a long time and I've been on many, many episodes with him. So um, if you guys are looking, I'm going to kind of shout out Stream Key here. If you guys are looking for Stream Key, definitely check out Stream Key for more streaming help on the just streaming side of things. We tend to be on the more of the tech side on this podcast. Or you also don't know how to put, to, put a PC together. Ask Shadow, me or Shady. We are the, and, and James, James in chat, uh, James the Bard. That man is a phenomenal PC builder and he knows his stuff. He is also a very big IT dude. Um, does anybody else have any other questions for me? If not, we are going to go ahead and hop over to Destiny. My processor is an FX 8350. Graphics card is an R9 380. Okay, so fun fact about the R9 series, that's actually not a bad um, graphics card. 8350, on the other hand, you are going to want to upgrade that at some point. You are going to definitely want to go to um, Ryzen. If you like, if you're just a big fan of AMD or Intel, uh, one of the processors that I named off earlier, I can send you a list. If you have, if you're wanting to upgrade, this is also for anybody interested. If you guys ever want to upgrade your system and you have a budget in mind and you just don't know what the heck to get, join my Discord, ping me, and say, hey, I've got a budget. Say, say you had a budget of fifteen hundred. I'll build you a parts list of everything you need to buy, and you can just buy it at your own, whatever. Best time to buy any of this stuff is Black Friday. So if you guys are looking to upgrade your PC, you want to get a new motherboard and processor, wait till Black Friday. I promise you, a lot of good stuff is going to be on sale. A lot of good stuff. Like especially this year with the um, mining craze that we had, expect to see GTX 1080s, 1070s, 1070 Ti's, um, 1080 Ti's. Expect to see all of those things highly discounted this year. But guys, um, I think I think that about does it for the Twitch Tech Podcast today. It's been kind of a, this is a more of a short one. It's not going to be quite an hour on this one because um, processors are really just, you don't have, there's not a lot you can talk about them, but it, I just wanted to show off like what X264 is, like how the processor really handles all of that information going back out to Twitch and what you really needed. Yeah, definitely. If you ever need to get in touch with me, guys, just feel free to reach out on any of my socials. You can find me on Twitter, Discord, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, any of those places, Twitch even, come hang out in Twitch chat, any of those things. If you guys need me for anything, use me as a resource. Definitely ask me for help if you need it. I'm always here. And most Sometimes I'll be being a dad because I am a father. Um, 
or sometimes I'm streaming and I'm not able to immediately answer it, but I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. But um, yeah, guys, that about does it for this episode of Twitch Tech. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Twitch, and Anchor for Twitch Tech every Thursday, normally at 1230 on Thursdays, but I had to redo this episode because I screwed up with the um, document that I used yesterday. So yeah, thank you guys for checking Twitch Tech out and we will see you on the next episode. Peace out.